ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, horror, art, politics, bad assery. Welcome to Society Thirteen. from the Ninth Story Podcast. And this is Kettle Whistle Radio. They play music almost as good as my music box. It's all so fairly dark in here. You're not afraid of the dark, but you should be. <laughs> you want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Godzilla. Hello, folks, friends, and fiends. Hello. Here with Ms. D. Hi. Welcome to KWR. We're hot off the heels of the Godzilla movie. Godzilla Mania. But I don't want to talk about that yet. You know why? Because we have a list. We have a list. We have a list of... Ten monsters that sent the U.S. running to theaters from USA Today. What does that mean? Oh, it means ten things that we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go with the short list. Miss Short Bus. All right. Oh. All right, number ten. Gremlins. Don't feed them after midnight. That was a big hit. Oh. I love the Gremlins. I saw it in the movies like three times. Three times? Cooperstown, New York. It was oh on the, on, you know, you could see it out there on the marquee, just like they show in the old movies. Yeah. In the early 80s, lady, whatever the hell, like, you know, during the movie itself. Yeah, I saw it in the movies like that, where it was the only movie playing. Took my little sister, Darlene. She loved it, and she could not call it Gremlin. She had to say, Steven, that guy's Gremlins, because it said Steven Spielberg's <laughs> Gremlins. It was Steven, that guy's Gremlins. Do, right. do you know the Mogwai song? <laughs> All right. Anyways, oh. number. <laughs> I can on. do it. All right, anyways, number nine. Hmm, I don't know about this one. The Mummy. Oh, 1932. Not Brendan Fraser. I was like a little, I was a little like taken aback. I was like, really? Brendan Fraser? Encino Man. <laughs> yeah, no. So number nine, The, mon- the Mummy, 1932. The, the Mummy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, I want to see that one. <laughs> I'm stuck in a box. I can't get out. <laughs> Shut up. Show us how. <laughs> anyways, so The Mummy. Boris Karloff? Yes. All right. Never saw it. Any comments? Yeah, it's all right. 
right. No, it's good. It's good. It's a good black and white film. I mean, it's just I have my favorite, and I'm not going to get into that. But. How can something that moves that slow be that terrifying? Yeah, true, true. Like we true, can run. True, true. I don't know. Just anyways. So number eight, Jurassic Park. Yeah, I would. That was. Yeah. Yeah. About as scary good. as the mummy. I, I just did, that was oh. in your face. Mummy was creepy, scary. Where Jurassic Park is like, you know, in your face. I'm going I'm gonna, to eat yeah. you, Velociraptors. Come on, that was pretty. Yeah, cool. they, 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 they did a good job. It's and the movie. Universal ride, awesome. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. It was awesome. Shut Stay up. on target. All right, <laughs> number seven, Creature from the Black Lagoon. <gasps> and that's why the mummy creature. doesn't exist to me because that's my favorite horror movie. If I could have one, uh, I would need two. But uh, if I could have one, uh, yeah, that'd be a creature. Did you go to 7-Eleven to get the 3D glasses? Yes, I did. One red, one white lens right. but for you to ha- see it on TV? But that was for the Creature Returns. It wasn't even for the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Wow. It wasn't but the like creature the, from the, black, the guy right, was right. in it. Yes, yes. It, I tormented my grandfather till he took me to 7-Eleven to get them, and he was like, not happy. I believe it. <laughs> it, was, I believe it was really it. fun. <laughs> Number six. Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, good one. That's All a good right. monster movie. All right. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, of course, Pacific Rim. I, I, I love what he did with that. No, please. Good stuff. Stop with his Pacific Rim. Never. All right. Number five actually is, and you know the answer to this, as a child... I saw this movie when I was supposed to be sleeping, and I pretended to be sleeping on the floor in my grandparents' house. My uncle Citizen was watching Kane. me. Rosebud, it's terrified me forever. No. Frankenstein, hmm. the original 1931 Frankenstein. And you, was, you are not, you're in good company there. Anne Rice said that scared the hell out of her when she saw it. And when she came home from the movies, she had to walk back through, like, uh, it was a long, dark street, back to her house with fields, and she thought the Frankenstein monster was chasing her. Oh. She was, uh, she actually said that. I was five years old, pretended to be asleep, and Frankenstein was on, and scared the bejesus out of me. All the brains and bottles and stuff. Yes. Creepy. This one. I'm sorry. I, I feel bad because I, I didn't rip on the mummy, but the mummy didn't scare me. Meanwhile, there's the Mego action figure of the mummy sitting right next yes. to us. <laughs> I, one of my favorite action figures of all time because it glows in the dark. Does glow in the dark. It's, a it's very high, yeah. creepy in here. That's my guilty conscience getting the best of me. Uh, number four, 1979. Guess the movie. Um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, the BG remake. Yeah, that was horrifying. No, that wasn't 69, though. Oh, I, no, I said 79. Oh. Alien. Ooh. Alien. Dude, that movie, I'm sorry. It's still... We made... I've actually made younger folks watch that with us. And your mm-hmm. younger sister scared the shit out of her. It's still a scary movie. It's a very scary... The original Alien. Aliens oh, yeah. is a science fiction ad- adventure action. Let's shoot them up. And it's still kind of scary, but Alien, I'm sorry, there's great oh, suspense there. Oh, so much lurking yeah, in the yeah. dark and yeah. dripping You don't acid. know what's coming. Ooh. In 79, you know what, that was that was sci-fi horror, like, mm, I don't know, that's been done since. I mean, sometimes, Event Horizon, whatever. Some movies eh. have hit on it, but... Yeah, it wasn't... I didn't like Event Horizon. Ooh, that's a good one. Not so much for me. Anyways, number three, mm, big topic of the show tonight... Godzilla. Nice. 1954. That's amazing. Whew. Right? 54. Good stuff. Fantastic. I mean, you, I mean, what, what can you say? 
The rubber suits can be frightening. Rubber suits can be frightening. And that's... Oh, creatures uh, they, from the Black Lagoon showed us that, too. Yeah, they did. But they, that's a good rubber suit. That's a good rubber suit. So, all right. So, uh, that's 1954 Godzilla. Yes. Amazing. And that still stands the test of time. There's been a lot since. But rubber suit monsters can be cool. Not scary so much. They can be cool. They can be cool. Bow ties are cool. Anyways, number two. <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah. Number two, 1933. Guess. King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like my... Yeah, she was just beating her <laughs> chest and going... Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't beating my chest. All right. So, yeah, number two. Banana. King Kong, Fay Ray. Yeah. Um, so, number one can only be one thing. The Muppets take Manhattan. No. No. All right. What? Go ahead. Tell them. Jaws. Jaws. Visceral fear. Real fear. 12 mm. Days of Terror. Great book based on... Uh, and Spielberg used the story of Red Bank, New Jersey, real thing, where a shark actually did something very similar. Yes. Read 12 Days of Terror. And I, I forget the author. It's in my library downstairs. Great book. But yes, Jaws, Visceral Terror, great movie. Holds your attention to this day. Stands the test of time. That's all there mm. is to it. You need a bigger boat. <laughs> so, talk about rubber monsters doing wrestling moves. Fantastic. We love it. Ultraman did the same thing. All these wonderful... 60s movies and of course it started in the 50s and later in the 70s I, I you know you could put those rubber suit monsters in the same category as you know the later day uh, not Voltron but uh, what is it the uh, Transformers no 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 help me out here live action like Ninja Turtle type shit oh those um, power guys power rangers yeah. right 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 Ugh. right right but this was cooler this was cooler I mean there was uh, there was something about those I don't know it I made you watch Godzilla's Revenge, which is the son of Godzilla, aka <gasps> Minya, oh. and um, it's Kazuki. somehow yeah. Well, that was what the Americans called him. He is cute. And it's, there's something about that because it was the first. It was real. It was cool. First time you saw these giant monsters that you could look up to, and one was supposed to be a hero. And the Japanese still made that weird by him destroying airplanes, and you're supposed to cheer him on. <laughs> Like, okay, well, he's he's killing humans, but yay, don't let them do yay. that to you, big guy. Whatever. Um, eat a train. Eat we a went train. to see Godzilla. And uh, God bless Mr. Tim Turner from Strong Island. My That's my 14-year-old Godzilla consultant from Strong Island, New York. Guy who, knows a lot about love. Yes, he does. Uh, and if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have went to the theater to see it. And uh, Godzilla was great. It was a great movie. I had a lot of fun. The people that didn't like it, I don't quite understand. Because let's look at what you want from a Godzilla movie. You want to see monsters fighting. You want to see cities destroyed. People being crushed. And help me out. Godzilla prevailing! That's a spoiler. Cause, and it, I'm you know not what? spoiling. That's what I always want to see from a Godzilla movie. That's what you want to see. That's it's me. Not it's about me. Okay. But, <laughs> but you get everything you want from a Godzilla movie in this. You don't get guys in rubber suits. All right, so what? Who the heck? Will, if Well, you know what? I, I would two, pay to okay, see that it's again. It's 2014. Right, get over it. If, if people saw somebody in a rubber suit come out, they'd be like, what What the hell is going on? Why is this Spoiler. guy wearing a rubber, rubber suit? Spoiler alert. One of, the monsters, one of the monsters he fights, they even, like, they pay respect to... The kaiju, um, the kaiju uh, rubber monster suits where the monster Muto c- 
kind of drags his limbs a little bit. Some of them are not being used so much, and you kind of feel like you're back in that that 4.30 movie mm-hmm. back in the day when they would show Monster Week and you see the rubber monsters fighting each other. And like you just kind of crawled across a city, and some of it looked real and some didn't. And that helped somebody like myself and all the people that grew up in the 70s watching these movies. That, yeah. yeah, there was something that, that um, made it cool. Like, it was, I don't know, like it could be a guy in a suit. Even though they, they did such a good job with the fighting scenes and people complained about the fighting scenes and how they cut away. But you know what? The whole last hour was pretty much carnage. Um, and carnage. I'm not going, I am not going to, going to spoil it for those of yeah, you that yourself. haven't seen it. Watch yourself. But... I'll be Tread lightly. I'll be floating home. Um, different movies, sorry. But <laughs> the last final fighting scene, Godzilla did something so cool. I was like, yay! I have the never whole... seen girls stand up and cheer for Godzilla like I saw oh my God, it was when amazing. he does something amazingly cool. And it's something you kind of like as a kid. You're like, why doesn't he just do that? And he does it. And he did it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was badass. I was like, you don't take their sass. You're Godzilla. Right. And uh, Now, we didn't see it in 3D. Some folks no. now, you know, that we got some, uh, we'll just say the New Jersey contingent really called in this week. <laughs> we got some cool calls. We got some people hitting the uh, KWR vault and uh, just like hitting us up with, well, I, they, we got some feedback. We, um, got, we got lots of Godzilla feedback. Yeah, we're going to start off with one right now. Um, we have to start off with uh, our buddy Puppet from New Jersey, Mr. Jonathan Shankup, oh. and his show Critical Mass. He uh, gave us a little input on what he thought about Godzilla, and we actually were curious how Godzilla changed people's lives. We really didn't get that type of response, but yes. we have something for you. That was the you. question that was asked. How did Godzilla change uh, your life? People just ran with it. Everybody, it's Jonathan from Critical Mass. Want to say hi to everybody. How's everybody doing? Um, we're going to talk about Godzilla. Now, Godzilla is not high theater. We're not talking about Macbeth or Hamlet here. It's Godzilla. It's a freaking lizard that comes and tears up a city. It could be anywhere, you know. We, so I saw the, ver- I did not see the new version. You know, I have a son now. It's hard to get out, and uh, it's, I guess, it's hard to, to do a real rant. But I have read about the new Godzilla. I mean, it was under wraps. They're trying to go old school, go origin story, whatever. And uh, the 1998 version with Matthew Matthew Broderick, not really that good. You know, I mean, it was all right. The monster was pretty cool, but uh, I remember it being really long. I think this one's really long too. But I kind of miss the old school ones with the bad dubbing and all that stuff and the people with the reactions uh, on their faces. I went to grad school with a girl from Taiwan. Girls from, uh, you know, people from that part of the world, you know, very good with those reaction shots. It's like you can't pay for stuff like that. The the eyes bulging out of the mouth. And the, oh, oh ah. I mean, that stuff's great. So I, I, f- I feel like, you know, if they're trying to make it into something it's not, you got to, you know, you got to go campy. It's got to be campy as hell. And I think they're trying to make it into a more serious fair or whatever. It should be more blowing up, more bombings, and more just tearing up of everything. That's what I feel Godzilla should be. Um, I don't know if this rant is what everybody wants to hear. Because, you know, 
I would I would have liked to have seen the new version. I could have given my uh, two cents in it, but the reviews have not been good. They said the story's flimsy. Of course, the story's flimsy. It's a monster that comes and tears up tears up the uh, tears up tears up places it goes to. What else should there be? I mean, should it be should he be should he be giving speeches or whatever? I mean, you know, you want a monster comes, you know, cr- creating havoc. You got to go and you got to take care of. It. You got to kick some ass. So I don't know what they expect out of this, but uh, obviously they expect something new. Uh, Brian Cranston in it. I love him. Breaking Bad. And you got the kid from Super Bad, and you got one of uh, the Olsen's younger sisters, a good actress. And that's what I was reading in the review that her reactions were uh, didn't seem real to the actions that were happening. Man, that's the whole point, man. The old Godzilla's man. It was crazy, crazy uh, reaction shots from the people, and it made you laugh. And, you know, it was campy. It was fun. You know, that's what the whole movie should be. I, I just feel like we're getting away. You know, it's called entertainment, folks. You know, not everything has to be serious. Not everything has to be, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, Sophie's Choice or something like that. Sometimes you just want to go and lose yourself for a couple hours, man. That's all. That's what I think feels, you know, and everything's about oh, how much you do at the box office, which, you know, Godzilla did over $90 million, so God bless him. That's what it should, you know. The entertainment should, it should make that much money. It should be a good time. So, uh, you know, I, I, I like the idea. I think it would be kind of cool if Godzilla came to New York in real life. And you know this. Well, I don't know if I want to. And, and that's another thing. In the, in, the one, in the one in Matthew Broderick, the car was out running Godzilla. I'm sorry. There's no way the cars. I like entertainment, but you've got to make it a little bit. You know, the car's not out running Godzilla. Godzilla's a freaking monster that's bigger than, uh, bigger than buildings. And his, his, uh, his foot would, would two steps and he'd be caught up to the car. That always bothered me. That always bothers me in the movies they do that stuff. But I guess they can't get rid of the main characters. Though I would have liked Matthew Broderick to die. I mean, I, I'm not really a big fan of Matthew Broderick. But I'm, I'm digressing. So, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and Godzilla is like world-renowned. I mean, you know, everybody knows about Godzilla. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I always laugh about this. I, I, was with a guy, I worked with a guy and he was in, uh, he was in uh, oh, crap, Niagara Falls. And he was, and, and he was with all these... Tour, Asian tour. I'm not. They might have been Japanese, but he said there were a bunch of tourists in there, and the elevator stopped and the lights went out, and he went Godzilla, Godzilla, and it's funny. You know, it's funny because you know, I mean, you know, Godzilla always will get a rise out of people. You know, everybody's seen Godzilla, so I think they should keep making the movies. I think they got to add more monsters. Like he's got to take on. Now I don't remember all the monsters, but that lizard man and the flying uh, bug or whatever. I can't remember all of them. I'm sorry. I'm really not up on my whole. Godzilla stuff, but I'll tell you the truth, I do like that stuff. I do. I, I like it better than these 2012 and there's a, a Into the Storm movies coming out this summer. I like m- movies where you have what you know what's coming after. I don't need a tidal wave. I don't need global warming. I want to find a crazy ass animal, lizard, whatever man, with a you know breathing fire and whatever. That's what I want to come. Then I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. You know, oh, okay, we got to take this thing on. You know, it's like King Kong. And, oh, and King Kong took on Godzilla. I remember there was a King Kong Godzilla, or it was something else. It was some Japanese name. I can't remember. But that's what we need, you know? Maybe we could have, you know, like, uh, you know, we could have, you know, like The Rock. The Rock taking on Godzilla. Like, he becomes this big, The Rock becomes, like, as big a, as Godzilla. There are numerous things you can go into. We could get rid of cast members, you know? We could put up people that drive us crazy, you know, like uh, Mono Lewinsky. That's what I would put. I would put people that drive us crazy in the Godzilla movie and watch them get eaten alive or whatever. People we can't stand, blown apart. Maybe the Republican Party, Democratic Party. Maybe Obama, whatever, whatever you would like. But that's what I feel like you should go. And, you know, he just tears through everything. Maybe he blows up, the, eats the White House up or something. Or, you know, he gets rid of the, what football team drives me crazy? Yeah, I'm not crazy about the San Antonio Spurs. Maybe he just tears through the San Antonio Spurs or something like that. Okay, I'm rambling. I'm sorry, but I just wanted to get my piece out. So listen to Kettle Whistle Radio. This is Jonathan from Critical Mass, signing off. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.
Sorry, I'm trying to get rid of this. Thank you, Mr. Jonathan Shankup, puppet of Critical Mass, for that lovely segment. I love when he gives his input on old school stuff. Um, and Godzilla happens to be, it's got to be a New Jersey thing, man, because that's one of three people from Jersey that chime in tonight. And um, the 430 mo- movie, and what can I say? Um, it's good stuff. Uh the 430 I remember, movie. I, we don't, I don't Pittsburgh didn't get the 430 movie or Monster Week. Or for that matter, we used to get like um, Revenge of Nature Week where it was like, well, Day of the Triffids, we Body had, Snatchers, and it should be and Food of the Gods a whole week long. I'm sorry. I mean, and you had Ape Week. Yes, I know about Ape Week. Go. I didn't even say anything. We could add Smurf Week. You wouldn't have known. We just kept talking. It's fine. We had weeks. Weeks of, uh, I don't know, we have like, um, it's like channel, (laughs) there's a squeak toy, we had weeks of squeak. No, we had, um, I don't know, there was like an afternoon movie thing and I cannot remember what it was called. Yeah, you had Chiller Theater at night. We had that too, but yeah, we had the uh, 4.30 movie, which was on a weekly basis. It was like on Channel 22. Well, for WR for us. I, I can't but remember exactly. Anyway, so called. let's get back into another New Jersey. Um, we'll just say our, our buddy Frank Latour from the West Coast. Mr. Latour. But a New Jersey resident at heart. And he's going to give us his two cents right now. So I hear your collecting thoughts about Godzilla. So, from my experience, whenever I think of Godzilla, it my mind automatically goes back to this thing called the 430 movie. It was this, it was back in New York, New Jersey, uh, on Channel 7 ABC, and every day during the week, Monday through Friday, they'd have uh, a 430 movie. And they had theme weeks. Each week would be a different thing. You know, they'd have, I used to look forward to like Planet of the Apes week. They'd have, um, uh, you know, a particular actor's week. I think they had like a Tony Ramble week. It was really bizarre. But the one that I always looked forward to was Monster Week. And during that week, they would play five Godzilla movies. And I used to just, oh, it was like the epitome of my childhood at that time of the year when that would come on. And I remember watching those movies and just being enthralled by them. And I also remember one thing that kind of like freaked me out was if there was a, the one called Godzilla versus King Kong. And I remember the King Kong not looking like the King Kong from the 1930s version. He had like these really big, like googly eyes, which kind of freaked me out. Also, I kind of remember in the Japanese version of that movie, when it was released, Godzilla wins. In the United States version, King Kong wins. And I always wanted to see the Japanese version where Godzilla won. So that's my first thought, and I immediately think about when I think of Godzilla. That being said, I did see the 1998 version with Matthew Broderick and uh, Jean Reno, and not being very impressed. I do want to see this latest one, but unfortunately I'm laid up with a broken leg right now, so it might be some time, or I might have to catch it on Blu-ray when it comes out. So that's my thought. Whenever I think of Godzilla, immediately goes back to the 430 movie and people from that area of country who grew up in like the 70s or 80s will probably remember that week. Uh, I mean, that, that 430 movie week with the monsters and, and Planet of the Apes, two of my favorites. All right, there's my thoughts. Bye.
We're back. We are back. That was, before the song was Frank Latour from the West Coast, giving his New Jersey aspect, or input, I should say, on Godzilla. And what it used to mean to us when we were kids, coming home from school and waiting for that 4.30 movie. Oh, man. And you just heard Seminary Woods by Moon Curse, okay? This is my boys from Milwaukee, man. Dave Barsky of Flying Medusa has introduced me to so many other bands, including this band, Moon Curse, who you just heard, with Godzilla Stomp Riffs, Sabbath Frenzy. What do you want to call it, Miss Day? Just heavy sludge kind of... Doom Rock. Milwaukee is a hotbed. Now, do you hear that chewing? Yes, wait. (laughs) Yeah, she stopped. That's our dog, Jet. Jet Marie, chewing on a bone in the room here. We always bring our doggies in here to take part. She's currently teething, so this is what she's doing. But that was, again, Seminary Curse from Moon... I'm sorry, Seminary Woods from Moon Curse. Great band. There's a lot of great bands out of Milwaukee right now. I'm going to be playing a lot of them. And thank you, Dave Barsky of Flying Medusa. Everybody check out Flying Medusa and Dave Barsky on Facebook. He gives me a lot of cool stuff. In the vein of sludge rock and just like thrash metal and things, I mean, uh, all the above, it's kind of weird. There's a thrash metalist that kind of went into the sludge category. Uh, I looked up this band after I heard them recently uh, again. Band called The Cursed, which is a side project of Bobby Blitz from Overkill. Yeah. The Cursed, Evil in a Bag. I don't care if you like rock or metal. <laughs> it's evil, a great name, Evil in a Bag. Evil in a Bag. <laughs> I'm telling you now, look up this band, it, The Cursed. If you missed it along the way, I remember them being out. They they didn't. I don't know. They, they were short lived for like two albums, a bunch of EPs. I think it came out in 2007. Room Full of Sinners is the album. Oh. Bobby Blitz fronting and not screaming his thrash metal stuff. It's very sludgy, heavy, just good rock and roll, good metal. I, I look up Evil in a Bag. The Cursed, and that's my uh, throwback today. I, I had a few other ones too, but we're going to stick with that one right now. But, I, you know, I think we need to get into another uh, another uh, phone call. You think we should we get another call? Or oh, we definitely we some, need we a, some another phone this week. call. A lot of them, um, yeah, and that was our question. How did Godzilla change your life? Yeah, we got a And few. actually, how did Godzilla change your life, sir? Well, it gave me something to do on uh, Saturday mornings when c- cartoons were over. It was like, wow, what is this stuff? But I wasn't allowed to watch it because usually, like, well, on Sundays, football came on. So my first first time I ever saw a Godzilla movie was Destroy All Monsters. Nice. And it was the big battle royal scene. But football was coming on. Dad had to change it, so he, yeah, he changed the channel. And, but that only left me wanting more. And but then, it, but he did. All right, he he did. He he made good for that. Uh, like uh, I don't know, a year later or weeks later, I don't know what it was. Uh, within a year, that was a bone falling on the floor. Ah, um, relax, puppy. It was uh, Godzilla versus the sea monster. You know, the giant lobster. Oh yeah. And um. I, like it was on and my mom and dad were just sitting there and I was just like enthralled like and all it was was a scene with the the, the guys on the on the beach hiding behind a bush and moving the bush and they're they're trying to sneak up to try to get inside the the, the encampment I, I don't know I guess to I forget what they were trying to do there but there wasn't even a monster but there seemed like something ominous and bad was gonna happen and <laughs> never uh, did. and they just kind of my parents left it on and next thing I know they're like you know there's Godzilla and there's the the, the giant lobster and whatever how do you change my life uh, made monsters cool introduced me to monsters and that monsters weren't always bad sometimes they could be good so Godzilla changed my life by <laughs> my, my uncle 
had a gigantic um Uncle Ed. My Uncle Ed had this huge Godzilla toy. I mean, it it, it was, and maybe it seemed it was huge because I was a kid. And but we're not talking about the one that shot the hand off and shot the fire in our time, Mattel or whatever. Whoever. This is before. This is like 60s Oh, yeah, this is like toy. an early 60s toy. And uh, my he would let my brother and I play with it cautiously, and he'd already supervise so we didn't break it. I mean, this is a really cool toy, but the thing had to be like, I don't know. What is this? I'm holding up my hand. Three feet. Three feet. <laughs> Measurement, not my strong oh, point. I got to see but, this thing. So we, at my grandparents' house, my brother and I would like one of us would each stand at the end of the wow. hallway. And this Godzilla would, it, it, it like walked and it would shoot these ping pong balls out of its mouth. Like these balls would shoot out of its mouth. And it wasn't just like poof, poof. These things would like fire at you. So he had gold. He yes. had gold there. What the heck happened to that thing? <laughs> Who knows? But so Godzilla... Before Shogun Warrior... All uh, right. The Shogun Warrior assembly, all of us are, fam- are familiar with. There were three Shogun Warriors, the Godzilla, and the Rodan that came out. And now we're talking early 80s, late 70s. This is way before that. Oh, this was like... This was a toy from the 60s. But uh, so Godzilla taught me how to duck. What he did. <laughs> <laughs> because these things would come shooting at your head. And especially if I was standing next to my brother, it, be- it became a game like, ha And I would duck and like, and he wouldn't. And it would like hit him in the head. And <laughs> I thought that was like really funny when I was like six. No. I actually, I still think it's pretty funny. Like him getting hit in the head and I ducked. Right. Like, learn, learn how to duck. And there was always Blue Oyster Cult. Go, go, Godzilla. Go, go, Godzilla. I love Blue Oyster Cult. Long Island Band. Is that true? Absolutely. Oh. Yes. Very strong island. Extremely. Oh. Yes. And now this. Yeah, I went down there at Waterfront and saw that new Godzilla movie. You know, you didn't even bother telling me it was based on a true story. Uh, that just smacked me right in the mouth with life-changing experience right there. Uh, I started treating my lady better because you never know what's going to take you away from her. Yeah, I, I, now I let her get that regular marinara instead of that old Yeti sauce that we used to cook up in the bathtub. You just never know <laughs> what we're going to get here. <laughs> it's always a crap shoot. <laughs> and next color. What did I think of Godzilla? Well, I wouldn't say Godzilla changed my life. Uh, it was pretty terrifying, actually, especially with the 3D glasses. Which my question is, why aren't the 3D glasses red and blue anymore? Uh, I feel like I should know this answer, but it's completely slipped my mind. But I thought the movie was good. Uh, the fight scenes were epic, and all I could hear in my head were the sweet sounds of Led Zeppelin during all the fight scenes. Uh, the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge scenes were pretty epic, and the school bus driver was very brave. Uh, I imagined him actually as Chris Farley, like the bus driver in Billy Madison. Uh, I kept thinking of that, too. Uh, but yeah, the movie was good. Uh, I will most likely see the sequel. Uh, maybe the Olsen twins will battle Godzilla this time and really confuse him. So. All right, bye! Yes, it's not always Godzilla here, but today it kind of is. But there's some other things that bug me today. We got more Godzilla stuff coming up in a little bit here, but I will say this: um, Why does anybody tune in? First of all, to golf, but to watch sports and watch a guy named Rory McIlroy have a golfer press conference about canceling his wedding. How is this even? <laughs> what this this set someone on a tangent today when it was on. 
CNN. Are we all supposed to be crushed that we've never seen this guy I before? I didn't even get an invitation, so I really didn't care. So, you know what? Now I am affected. Why weren't we invited? I know. I didn't get a thing saying, do you want chicken, beef, or vegetarian? None of that. Shenanigans. Nothing but I shenanigans. I claim shenanigans. No, but this one here was livid about it. Who cares? You hold a, a press conference that you're that suddenly, well, you might want to turn down the... Don't RSVP. Don't do okay. it. And, and, and here, I, I really have a point. It's not a sport. You're chasing a ball around a field by yourself. Which I'll be no doing for is... a long time now, I guess. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, <laughs> no one is no one is chasing you down, ready to tackle you or hurt you. It's not hockey. Could you see a hockey player? Oh, the wedding's off. Oh. They have no teeth. Press They're getting stitched up on the ice. Give oh, me a break. Real sport. A Just press saying. conference on an engagement that got canceled. Oh. Whatever, dude. Yeah. All right, so 9-11 gift shop. Um, <laughs> and you go to that. Okay. 9-11 gift shop. Yes. All right, I went to the Holocaust Museum. I don't even remember there being a gift mm-hmm. shop. All right, it, it's I wrong. I agree, it's wrong. You I should not have a is. restaurant or a gift shop. Why? Why can't you just go there and leave? Why do you have to? Right. What are you going to take a? What are you going to take with you? It's. It, I think it's terribly. It's inappropriate. Just disrespectful. It's just inappropriate. I mean, and they want to put a restaurant. And they, they said they're going to make the restaurant. It's going to be a comfortable place to come. No, it's shut that yes, hell for up. people to get enough. comfort. Just um, enough. Let there be. That is sacred ground. Leave it alone. Okay. All right, so let's get into something uh, like, you know, I usually go superficial. <laughs> so I guess you're getting lighthearted. You went from golfer yeah, to... Yeah, set your DVRs, man, the, this weekend. Wow. DVRs. DVRs to VH1 Classics oh, this Saturday. <laughs> That's like oh, well, two days from now. Uh, they should replay it. They never do. Uh, Golden Revolver's Golden God Awards, which is always a fun thing to watch if you love metal, if you love your metal. If you don't, then don't set your DVRs. I mean, it's that easy. You remember changing channels? Remember how you used to do that? And not oh, you, have had to, wait, you had to get up. Wait, wait, you had to get wait, up off the t- But oh, before, before the day of apology, you know, like there were people like you, you. Should we apologize for telling people that there's metal on TV? Everybody's apologizing. Enough think. apologizing. Please stop. stop Nobody's apologizing. sorry. Nobody's sorry. Just be yourself. Screw everything. All right. So now let's get into uh, back to screwing everything. Um, wow. we still have, this is like five minutes with Dave. We have more voicemail. You're like, boom, 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 boom. We have more voicemail, don't we? Um, ding dong. I think I Society think 13's do. own Nelson W. Piles, author of Demons, Dolls, and Milkshakes, actually had something to say about Godzilla. Oh, did yeah. he? What do you think? Oh, let's hear it. All right. Hey, Dave. It's Nelson. I wanted to talk to you, uh, leave you a message about Godzilla. What does Godzilla mean for me? Well, we're both from the East Coast. You probably had the same experience with Godzilla that I did. Uh, WORTV, based out of Secaucus, New Jersey, used to play Godzilla movies constantly to the point where every Thanksgiving they would play nothing but Godzilla movies all the time. And it was always a mix of King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Megalon, Deegan, all that stuff. Uh, Gage of the Three-Headed Monster, all that stuff. And it was my favorite childhood memory. Godzilla was, was like an extension of the family. Uh, for, for me, anyway, because my family was bullshit. So, of course, a giant radioactive fire-breathing lizard 
would be something for a kid like me to embrace. There's just something dynamic about a guy in a rubber suit stomping the shit out of everything in sight and eventually becoming a hero. And it got a little kitschy and they tried to make him kid-friendly. And I'm really excited to see this new vision of Godzilla through the eyes of Gareth Edwards, who did a fantastic movie called Monsters. I'm looking forward to it. What I've seen looks fantastic. I think he's kind of hit the... uh, hit the mother load on this so I think he I think he's got the right idea with with this version of Godzilla but you know for for East Coasters like you and me man Godzilla was and is the shit except the actual shit that got dumped on us in 1998 Matthew Broderick Jean Renault in a fucking Godzilla movie please with iguana tuna eating bastard all right, I'm out. KWR. Bernie Publishing presents the next step in evolution of horror. David J. Fairhead's The Fall of Tomorrow. The Fall of Tomorrow is a tale of desperation told by those who are striving to salvage some hope against a ravenous passion of evil bent on ruling our world. Burning Bow Publishing presents The Fall of Tomorrow by David J. Fairhead. Available May 1st at Amazon.com and at BurningBowPublishing.com. Extra special thanks to my mom, Gloria Fairhead, for um, her toast at my book release party. On May 10th, at someone else's place, I had my book release party, and I was sold out, and my mom was there, and she gave a speech, I guess, um, not many people get to hear. I was very proud, and I want to thank you, very, thank her so much for that speech, because it, it meant a lot to me, and um, it was really nice, and it was like right before Mother's Day, so I got to do a toast to Mother's Day right after that, so, mm-hmm. but yes, um, it, again, The Fall of Tomorrow, the book is out there, folks. If you like monsters, big, small, uh, under your bed, it's in there. And um, it's in there. <laughs> um, just, yeah, go to FairlyDarkProductions.com. Hit me up on Twitter at, at FairlyDark. And, of course, on Facebook, Kettle Whistle Radio and Society 13 Network. Please hit us up, man. And always check out the Wicked Library if you like your horror. Go to the Wicked Library on Facebook. Great stuff, man. Nelson W. Piles. But, um, yeah, please check me out. I'm on Amazon with the fall of tomorrow. Things are going good. I want to give you more stuff, so please help me out here. Two ninety nine on Kindle. That's all I got. Oh, any, any closing words on Godzilla? I love the movie. It was so much fun. Yes. It was so much fun. Just remember, kitties, rubber suits are cool. And I guess we have some closing words by a bit of a celebrity. Um... John Herbert from Family Guy. Yeah, we'll get to him in a little while. That a guy's weird. While, no, that guy's—he's terribly inappropriate. Creeps me out. He's a terribly bit. inappropriate. But um, yeah, there are a few more, a few, a few voicemails. We got a lot of voicemails on this one, so I guess Godzilla is popular. He's popular. He's still popular. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and um, I don't know. Uh, good luck. Happy Memorial Day. Peace out. And Godzilla.
you know, you never realize you hit rock bottom until you see Godzilla in 3D. Since then, my life has changed immeasurably. Mario Lemieux even approached me several times and keeps giving me the GM position for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You know, I don't want it, but the guy won't let up. Sylvester Stallone even approached me, and he wants to write a movie about the visual appeal of myself and Godzilla 3D, and he doesn't know whether to put it in the Expendables franchise or the Rocky franchise. It's ridiculous. Some Nutella, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.